just realizing that there are times where you feel like it might not happen for you or you might have to start thinking of like a different career path um but just like sticking with it and knowing that eventually like if you try hard enough it will happen She believed she could, so she did. Welcome to another inspiring episode of Podcast with Sheila. With me today is writer, editor, and content creator, Caitlin Reddington, associate editor at All Things Hair. Caitlin will be sharing with us today how she started from zero to reaching the status of associate editor for one of the most reputable fashion magazines in the world. Hello, Caitlin, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. Hi, how are you? Good, and you? Good, thanks for having me on the show. It's a delight to have you. Do you have a favorite quote you'd like to share with us today? Yeah, um, I really like the quote. Uh, it's a Walt Disney quote. It's um, it's always, you know, it's, if you can dream it, you can do it. Um, I actually have a necklace that has that quote that I got as a gift a while ago. Um, and yeah, that's just always what resonated with me. Like, I think it's inspiring um, that like, if you have an idea, there's like no reason why you can't do it. Exactly. Let's get to know you a bit more. So who is Caitlin and what was life like growing up for you? Um, it was really good. I grew up um, in upstate New York, like around Rochester area. Um, and yeah, it's like a pretty like a small town a lot different I live in New York City now so it's like the complete opposite of New York City um yeah I was always like the more like on the creative side like I was like I loved art class as a kid I danced growing up um I was into theater in school um so yeah great so you've always worked around art have you yeah I was always in more of like the creative um like artistic let's talk about you and how you become successful to date I know that every successful person has a story to tell what will your story be um, I'm sharing how I learned like in college I was able to mix um fashion and beauty with writing which are things I really love and how I was able to combine it my career today Okay, so how did it all start for you? Um, did you go straight from college and did you go straight into fashion right up from college or you have started somewhere and then you ventured into fashion? Um, so all through college, I knew that I wanted to work in fashion. Um, but right when I graduated, I actually did the Disney college program um, down at Disney World in Florida for a little less than a year. Um, I started that a couple months after I graduated. So I worked down there for a little while and that was just something fun to do that I had the opportunity and it was like the only chance I'd get to do it. So I just figured why not? I have the rest of my adult life to work um, and get a job in my field. Um, so I did that. And then about a year after I graduated from college, I moved to New York City. Um, and then I just started applying to jobs in the field I wanted to work in. And it took a while 
Um, it took me a little over a year to get that job um, break in the industry, but um, once I did, I was really proud of myself. Okay, so within the year that you were waiting for you to be called on that job, what were you doing in that span? Um, I had a retail job in New York City that I was working, and then I um, was freelance writing for a website um, called WDW Magazine, which stands for Walt Disney World Magazine. Um, so I was freelancing for there to like keep up my writing um, experience, you could say. So what has the journey been like for you um, on your new job? What has it been like, the experience and how has the journey been so far? Oh yeah, it's been um, really exciting for me. I, um, I It's all about hair, all things hair. <laughs> um, so that's been really exciting. I've definitely always had an interest in like beauty and hair and I've been able to learn like so much more too. And um, I've been able to learn about just like different things in editorial, being able to grow as a writer and editor and um, getting to um, attend fashion week and cover like backstage hair looks is something that's been like pretty surreal. Cause that's something like you grow up always being like, oh, I wanna, at least for me, I was like, oh, I wanna go to fashion week someday. Like that would be so fun. Um, so yeah, getting to actually do that as part of my job now is pretty cool. Okay, so you just, do you study the hair to write about it or you actually work with the hair? Are you a we, stylist? Um, no, I'm, I'm not a hairstylist. Um, we learn a lot. We have, um, there's some hairstylists um, through the different Unilever hair brands that we work with. So like Tresemme and Stream Moisture um, and suave. So we learn a lot from them um, and get like some hair care, like tips and advice from them. And also um, just our own knowledge from like working in the industry um, and like, yeah, being in the beauty industry too. What has the journey been like? What were some of the challenges or what are some of the challenges you've had to deal with on this journey? Uh, I think some of the challenges have been I think like self-doubt is something I feel like a lot of people in their early 20s have gone through that um, no matter like what career path you're on um, especially since it did take a while for me to get like that breakthrough job in the industry um, just realizing that there are times where you feel like it might not happen for you or you might have to start thinking of like a different career path um, but just like sticking with it and knowing that eventually, like if you try hard enough, it will happen. Yeah, right about that. I, I think I when I think when I also come out of the university, well, I had what what mine was was I had mm -hmm. a career path. I knew what I wanted to do, even though the yes. university wanted to retain me to become a junior lecturer. I said no because I wanted to go straight into entrepreneurship. And when I came out, for some reason, I thought it was easier starting your own business you know sometimes people make it look yeah. very easy until you're on the job and then you know it's not that easy at all so when I yeah. started I started it on my own then I saw that my mates 
were making it fast in life. You get it. They were having their own mm-hmm. houses, buying lands, building, having their first cars, you know, and all of that. And I thought, oh, no, if I go through entrepreneurship, it's going to take me a long while to get to where they are. So mm-hmm. I was kind of, I shifted focus a little bit. So I packaged my CV and I started looking for jobs. And I didn't get, I think I said a number of times here, even with the high grades I had, I had a first class honest, but I didn't get a job in the banks because they were making it a lot in banks and I didn't get a job. So I had to go back to what I'd set my mind to do. That was going back into entrepreneurship. And I've never regretted. I've never regretted because I've learned on the job. I, I failed a lot. I don't lie to you about yeah. it. I came up with a fashion magazine as well. So when I saw your, yeah, when I saw your magazine, I was so impressed about it. I came up with a fashion magazine. Um, at that time, I called it Inting Maglog. And I was in Ghana then. Okay. I wasn't in the UK. I was in Ghana then. And I was on all the, I think I was on all the major media sites, all the, all the major media platforms in Ghana the national mm-hmm. ones and then the private ones on radio stations, on TV stations to promote it. And then one of the TV stations in Ghana created a link for me in the UK. So I came to UK to have an interview about it. And I brought mm-hmm. some of the magazines with me. It was, I think it started off well, but what let me down was my marketers because I couldn't do everything on my own. So I had to give it to some people right. to market it for me in Ghana whilst I went around mm-hmm. doing other things about the magazine and they let me down. So they took my money, they squandered it, but they didn't do my distribution for me. So um, that was the letdown. And sometimes it's so yeah. difficult when you're coming out of the university and you don't know what to do. It's so difficult. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. For you, what do you think? For me, I knew what I wanted mm-hmm. to do before I came out of the university. So I think that people should know what they want to do before they come out. But what if they don't find yeah. themselves in that position? What if they don't know what they want to do before they come out? And then they come out and they, because the job market is, is saturated, seriously. Right, so, I know. The job market can be so crazy sometimes. Yeah. Um, I would say, I feel like I was lucky too because I um, knew what I wanted to do when I graduated college, but there's so many people that don't. Um, But I think something good to do would be to look at um, like whether it's like hobbies you have or activities you like to do, um, whatever you do, like what makes you happy and what makes you feel fulfilled and see if there is like careers that are either doing that or some way that you can use like those skills um, into a job in a career path. So it's like a similar um, kind of transition. Exactly. Exactly. Go with that. Yeah, I think that sometimes we also dream too big. I wouldn't say dream too big, it's good to dream big. But I think sometimes people look at very big things as as Mm -hmm. a career path instead of something very simple and very easy. You know, it could be, it could be just doing craft and that could be mm. your biggest breakthrough you know yeah. it could, like it could be hair actually being a hairstylist or be mm. you know something hands-on could be your breakthrough right something very huge so something that comes easy to you like you just said could be something that anybody could be looking at if you're thinking of branching into something and now um the internet has given us a lot of opportunities to do things you get it you can have yeah a page and then bring your ideas to life 
over there. So there are different things that we can all do to make this happen. I'm glad we're talking about this today. I believe that mm-hmm. we'll probably be giving ideas to somebody who is um, idea struck at the moment. But what has been your yeah. memorable moment on this journey? Um, I think my memorable moment, I would say probably getting to go like backstage for fashion week my first time um since that's something we get to do for like the spring and fall seasons um we get to go and check out like the hair um the hairstyles from the shows and talk to the hairstylist so I think my first time I did that was kind of like my like oh wow I made it kind of moment like I was like wow this is something I've dreamed of doing for a while and like I'm in New York doing it and it was like kind of crazy because I was like I feel like at some point it's kind of like you feel like you have imposter syndrome at some point where you're like oh wow like I can't believe I'm the one doing this um but it's a good feeling knowing that like you worked your way to get there and you're doing it you work with designers is it you work with designers when they want to come out with your um yeah I don't work like directly with the designers um we just get to go cover backstage like through Tresemme, one of the brands we work with. Um, so they are a sponsor of Fashion Week, which is how we get to cover like the um, beauty looks and the hairstyles from the show. Um, but we don't work like directly with the designers. Okay, 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 okay. So what have you learned um, about yourself on this journey? What are some of the things you've learned about yourself? I would say I learned that, I guess kind of like how to like stand up for yourself and um, kind of like step out of your shell a little bit because I'm naturally more of like a shy kind of person. Um, So I would say kind of being able to just um, be like more talkative in certain situations and like not um, doubt yourself thinking like, oh, like, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, I can't do that. And just like going for it. Cause there's a chance, like there's not someone actually thinking like, oh, you shouldn't do that. It's like all in your head a lot of times. I think that sometimes we have to, uh, for me, I think that um, we do better when we are out of our comfort zone sometimes. Yeah. We are forced to actually dig within, um, dig within ourselves to find out what is there. And we are usually we get surprised at the things we can do that we never knew we could do, you know. But yeah, when exactly. When you're put on the spot and you don't know what to do, you quickly think of something and you find yourself. It's just like uh, being a mother for the first time. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when I had my son for the very first time, and I was a complete novice at it. I didn't even know how to carry a baby, let alone know how to wash him. But you find yourself doing it because you know that the, the baby is dependent on you. And when you mm-hmm. look at it, it's, it, I'm using a baby um, relatively to anything else. It could be a new job you find mm-hmm. yourself having and you don't even know what to mm-hmm. do. But then when you are at it, you find yourself doing something about it. And with time, you become an expert with it in the same way as taking care of a baby, like I was saying. I just look at him and I know even taking his clothes off his body was a big thing for me because I was scared. Am I not going to break his arm? Am I not going to hurt him? You know, all of that. But yes. with time, you become you become an expert. So sometimes as human beings, I believe we thrive in 
areas we think we are not comfortable in. It's, mm-hmm. it's just about giving ourselves the opportunity and to do it. And then we'll do it. Instead of saying, no, 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 I don't think this is for me. No, I don't want it. Instead of saying that, let's rather say, I'll do it anyway. Let me give it a try and see what I can yeah. make of it. And then we'll be surprised the kind of things that will come out of it. Great, I'm glad yeah, you talked about it. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to say in regards to this? Um, I feel like you covered a lot of it, but I definitely agree that I think it's so important um, to step out of your comfort zone because I know times when I was been forced to do that, you yeah. kind of just like prove yourself wrong yeah. <laughs> and know that you can do it. What do you wish you knew about entrepreneurship five years ago? As how competitive being in New York is and how um, how many people are like wanting to do the same thing, um, knowing that it would take a while like to get a job in my field and knowing, um, yeah, just like how competitive it is. Because when, um, when I was in college, I, got like internships um I did a year of college in New York City at the Fashion Institute of Technology and um it was my senior year of college and when I was there I got internships like pretty easily so I was like oh this wasn't difficult um I feel like getting a job is going to be the same thing but it was so much different um so I wish I kind of knew that it would be more competitive and also how important networking was Um, Because I didn't really network a ton until I moved back to New York City in 2018. Um, I started networking, but I feel like I didn't realize, I knew it was important, but I didn't realize like how important it is. Yeah. So you do content creation as well. Yeah. Let's talk about it. What are some of the things that you do with regards to content creation? Um, I do um, different like fashion and beauty, um, like reels and posts. Um, And I have a blog that I haven't been as active on um, lately, but I have that. And I'd say I just like sharing my style and just like different makeup looks. I really um, am into beauty, obviously. (laughs) And so, yeah, just like sharing different um, like makeup tricks that I know and tips mm-hmm. and then um, sharing my style too. Would you like to share some of your makeup tricks with us? Um, sure. I, hmm, this one. I think um, something First, I, I, yes. I see that lately, I like natural makeup, you know, makeup yeah. that wouldn't, wouldn't look too much, wouldn't make me look like a painting or like a drawing. You get uh-huh. it? I see a lot of that. I feel, I feel, I've never tried that kind of makeup, but I feel mm-hmm. that to be too much weight on my face. And in the past, I suffered acne, severe acne. Oh, yeah. So I'm very careful what I put on my face. So I don't put yeah. too many things on my face. And when I get used to one product, I want to stick to it and I don't want to change. Yeah, that's how I am too. Yeah. But lately, I see people do makeup like, and then the, the, the model looks like a painting. What do you make of it? What do you think of it? 
Do you think too much of the makeup application has side effects long-term? Let's talk about that. Is If there's any advice you could give, because I see it has become like a trend and people do it a lot. And I know mm -hmm. people intentionally pay for makeup artists to come to their homes almost like mm -hmm. every day to do it or when they have a show to do it and things like that. Let's advise people on too much makeup on the face. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely went through like the a same kind of thing where like in high school and part of college, I had like a lot of acne and um, went on like medication for it even and stuff. And um, I realized that at least with like my skin type, um, the more definitely the more like products I'm using and the more stuff I'm putting on my face, it definitely does have an impact of like making my skin break out more. Um, and yeah, just sometimes it just feels heavy and I don't like that feeling either of just feeling like you have a lot of makeup on your face. Um, so I definitely do keep, I'm more of like the natural kind of makeup looks. Um, like I don't wear foundation every day, which I feel like some people are surprised by when they like learn that like I'm into makeup so much. Um, but I feel like it's just something I don't feel like I need on like an everyday basis. So if I want to do more of like a, full coverage makeup look or I'm maybe like going out somewhere I'll do foundation but on like a normal day I don't usually um so I do like to keep it lighter and like a more natural look great great I wanted us to advise um young people who want to branch out to start their own businesses if you had an advice for them um hmm, for entrepreneurship I think I'm definitely more of like more in like the editor field versus like an entrepreneur having my own business. I don't have my own business. Um, but I would say just kind of in general, um, being make, making sure it's something that you're really passionate about, um, whether it's like a product or a service that you're wanting to like create and share with people or just like a career path in general that you're wanting to follow. Um, knowing that it's something that like you feel passionate about and that you wanna um, keep sharing with everyone. Is there anything you'd like us to talk about that we've not um, talked about yet? Um, I feel like we covered a lot already. Um, yeah, kind of about just like going after what you want, you want to do, yes. Okay, so it's a time of truth now. So I'm going to ask you some questions and then we'll get to know you a bit more. So what is your greatest wish? Um, my greatest wish is what comes to mind first, which might sound like cliche or I don't know. Um, I want to meet Taylor Swift really badly one day. I'm like been such a fan of her for such a long time. And like, I love her music. So if that were to happen, that would be a really good wish. Great. What makes you happy? Um, being with my friends and family. Great. I'm just like getting to spend time with them. Do you believe in miracles? Um, that's hard. I, I do. I think it is possible. Um, yeah, just things happening like out of the blue. 
unexpectedly. What is your mission in life? I, well, I, I really enjoy like sharing like my sense of style and like um, beauty and like makeup with people and getting to do that, whether it's like through all things hair or just like on my own on social media. Um, so I think just kind of sharing with people that it's okay to like be proud of what you like. I'm like into Disney a lot and I love like Disney style and fashion inspired by Disney. And I feel like that's something that isn't really, like it's not like an on-trend kind of a thing, um, but I feel like just being like proud of what you like and not letting um, other people's opinions affect what you like. What is your favorite phrase? My favorite phrase, I guess it's another quote. It's another Walt Disney quote actually that I thought of, um, but it's another one that says, it's kind of fun to do the impossible. Um, I think that one's really inspiring because um, it kind of just shows that like, hey, you have this idea, it might feel like you can't do it, but like, why not just go for it? Finish these sentences. I will love. I guess I will love my friends and family. I will forever treasure. Um, I'll forever treasure. Um, the like relationships in my life that have like helped me through something I've gone through. I pray. I pray. I pray that everyone will like find happiness at some point in their life. I cannot. I cannot let self-doubt get in my way. I believe. Um, I believe everyone has a purpose in their life. What will be your final message to our listeners as we wrap up? Um, I would say my final message is to go after your dreams, whatever that may be, if it's a certain career you want to do or just something you've always wanted to accomplish in your life. And if it's something that you really want to do, um, don't let other people try to talk you out of it or tell you no. Where can our listeners connect with you? Uh, they can connect with me um, on Instagram. My username is Caitlin underscore and 13. Um, and then also on allthingshair.com. Um, all my articles are up on there and they can check out all the hair tips on there. Great. I think I'll be heading forward there to go and check up some hair tips as well. We would like to say a massive <laughs> thank you, Kiki, for coming on podcast with Sheila today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure. If you've been listening in, this has been season two, episode seven of our podcast series, where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. We have a video presentation on our YouTube channel. Just search for Podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you'll find us. Until we meet again, have a brilliant week.